Hello. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. How's it going, Ruby? It's going okay. Just okay? No, it's going good. It's going it's going great actually. It's going much better than it was like a few days ago. That's that's a positive change. Mercury (laughs) Mercury is at a retrograde. Mercury's out of retrograde. Um yeah, I don't know if that's Jupiter. Jupiter entered Taurus. Blessings and opportunities are upon us, I think. I think um, so. Or those of us <laughs> who are fixed signs, at least. What do you, your Jupiter, I mean, your Taurus moon, right? Taurus rising? Taurus moon, Taurus rising, Taurus Mars. Hella Taurus in my first house. So how do you think that's going to affect you? <sighs> I just want a job, dude. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's going to help with like career stuff. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm. I can feel the opportunities coming my way. I've I've gotten some opportunities, uh, like today slash yesterday, uh, that have kind of come my way. Um. I think it's also an opportunity for me to kind of like take stock in my like just in the way that like I think and I operate in the world. Like I I'm a very stubborn person. That's very Taurus. Um, but I think it's like in some ways that doesn't serve me. Like I can get very stubborn on like shit that doesn't matter. Like I can get kind of stuck and hung up on things. And I think it's like an opportunity for me to like see the ways in which that doesn't necessarily serve me and kind of open myself up to like different things. I think like just generally like for everyone, it's an opportunity to look at like sort of the I, I, for some reason, I feel like this has to do with like the like woke culture that makes sense, like seeing the ways in which like that kind of thinking boxes people in and like doesn't like it like doesn't allow us as a society to like fulfill our potential or to move forward or progress, you know, like we get kind of boxed in in this like way of thinking and like inclusivity and like all these kind of random like social issues like not to get into a lot of detail and not to say that that stuff's not valid at all but to me like those are distractions from like being able to like realize your own personal potential I feel like this Jupiter and Taurus is kind of like moving us in this direction of being like you know like Taurus is ruled by Venus it's about like self-love and kind of sensuality and softness it's a very feminine sign so I I think we're kind of moving in this direction I guess of like (laughs) seeing the value in our own individuality rather than like looking at like needing to fulfill some kind of like 
cultural or societal ideal, you know, like I think Taurus is like a stubborn sign. It's like stand your ground, kind of be who you are, like embrace yourself and take care of yourself, believe in yourself, you know, those kinds of things rather yeah. than like focusing on like the greater picture um, or like the bigger picture. Like I think if, if everyone just kind of gave everybody room to, to do their own thing, um, we wouldn't have these like divisive kinds of like arguments about this side or that side. And, and that's where we've been for a long time, right? For like the past several years, we've been in this place of being like very like you're with us or you're with the terrorists kind of, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that. Us. And I feel well, like I think a lot of people kind of are loving and it's kind of embracing. And I think there's a lot of opportunity embracing like who we all are individually, regardless of we, if we don't agree on like abortion or like gun issues or what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I it's like, kind of, I, I think yeah. people are getting tired of like the decisive, like two side sided thing, like where you're like, either you like guns or you love guns or you hate guns or you like abortion or you hate abortion. It's like, there's not like, there's no like middle ground. Of, like, middle. I'm, I'm, I'm on the middle of, I'm in the middle of some of those things. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm a woman. So obviously like being told that I don't have the right to abortion feels a little like, uh, weird to me considering like I had that right up until like last year you know what I mean like I was yeah. I could do whatever the fuck I wanted with an unborn fetus within my body until like yeah like last year and now I can't yeah, but I think but I but I'm I, also like of the opinion that it is kind of a it is a baby <laughs> like you know what I mean like I I feel like there's just bigger issues, I guess is what I need to say. Like, it's not the biggest Well, it's also, ever. like, the, the problem is, is, like, people, you know, it's like, if you say you're against abortion, it's like, it's you're like evil. you can't even have a thought, you know, like, which is, like, ridiculous. Like, that's what discussions are about, is to, like, find a middle ground where everybody can have, like, a connection instead of just mm -hmm. being, like... You're against a woman's right to choose? Like, it's like... Is that really the biggest thing for you to say? Like, like that one... It, is that really the, the this big thing that you need to, like, divide yourself against other people about? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I was getting at with the Jupiter moving into Taurus and also, like, Pluto moving into Aquarius. Like, I, I think that we're we're going to start to have to like break down these like thought patterns that we've kind of built over the last several years and start to really think about like how, how we all are really just people, you know, and, and we all have a right to like feel how we feel and have our own opinions and moving away from the like divisive thinking both for our own like individual benefit and also for the benefit of like the world 
at large, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why there's so many extreme views of reality right now because it's like I think you kind of need them to kind of destroy the traditional structures that are in place. What do you mean you by know? the traditional structures? You know, like church, you know, the usual, you know, like our traditional values. I think some of them, you know, limit us in other ways too, you know? I don't know. Well, the church definitely limits you in certain ways. I think, like, that's almost, that's exactly what it was designed to do. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I have certain, like, Christian values, right? But I don't go, like, I don't go to church. And I don't get myself caught up in, like, that kind of, like, Christian especially like the Southern Christian mindset, like I think is really uh, limiting. It, it, it kind of, it, if anything, it like disconnects you from God and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Well, it's funny. I was, uh, I did, I was on like Sam Tripoli's podcast and I was talking about like, um, <laughs> you know, mediumship and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, Somebody like, you know, of course, I read the comments, you know, like people say stuff about you whatever. Never read the comments, Pete. You know better. Oh, I love the, I love the comments because it, it makes say? me laugh. No, but somebody post said this thing like, be careful, Sam. You open that door and there's no shutting it. Like, Jesus and it's God. like, what's so funny to me is like that person has no experience with mediumship or anything and has no clue about it and it's just like taking like the catholic you know obviously they're probably a christian but they're they're taking like somebody else's opinion as fact and has no clue what they're talking about and then just like automatically makes this statement to the world yeah you know and it's like the thing about like Christians is like there were plenty of Christians historically who were persecuted for like talking to God like you know you know like I I did this like I don't know I I did like a women's lit class in college and and like a like some kind of like religious literature class in college and like I remember reading about like the mystics and how they were like persecuted for like having like visions of god and like they look like they isolated themselves but they were also like ostracized by the church a lot of times because they were like they were speaking directly to god and that was like seen as like a sin and like there's some reason why the established church like the i mean it's not a government organization but it's like an established like organization that wants to like disconnect you from your personal right to like talk to God. Like that's fucked up. And I think that that's something that like everyone's kind of confused by. I think that's what happens like with the media, for instance, it's like the media is there to like make you question your own ability to assess what's going on in the government and politics and society 
you know, like it's meant to like program you. And I think the church served as that like programming organization for many centuries. And now we've, at least in America, like we have this sort of like, um, what's the word when it's like not religious? (laughs) Why am I so stupid? Uh, You know what I'm saying though? Like the, what's, it's secular. We have this secular way of doing the same thing, which is to like make people like question their ability to like, assess things for themselves uh uh and the media but it's like interferes with your ability to like decide for yourself what's true and what's not well it's so funny like i remember like growing up right and you know you would like pledge the allegiance and you would always have like this one like crazy kid in your school whose dad was like you don't need to pledge the allegiance, and they're like, they won't stand no, up or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I remember always being a kid, like, I remember being like, yeah, that, like you tell your parents, like, oh, this kid wouldn't stand for the pledge of allegiance or whatever, and I would just be like, that's so fucking weird. Like, I don't get it. They don't love their country, like, whatever. And then, like, now I'm older and I think about it and, like, you listen to the Pledge of Allegiance and it's, like, you're just, like, pledging yourself to this country that doesn't give a shit about you. Mm-hmm. And, like... Okay, okay, yeah, no. I think that's so funny and because it's like, that, was, that was my parents. Like, my parents raised me to be, like, not fuck the government, but, like, you don't need to... You don't... Uh, what My parents were, A, like, not religious, so they had an issue with the, like, one nation under God thing. But yeah. I, I all like we also had. <laughs> I was also raised with like an issue with just like the government and like the war in Iraq and like all these like all these other wars that had happened and have happened. And I remember in high school like getting getting in trouble for not standing for the Pledge of Allegiance and not really not off of like any. Um, political conviction that I had necessarily um it was more about there's like a bug in here um it was more about like the fact that I just like needed to finish doing my homework in my first period and I was sitting down to like finish my homework and I I went to high school and like very close to a military base and (laughs) my first period teacher was a veteran and he like called me out for the whole class like made a scene took me outside gave me a good talking to <laughs> and was like you will stand for the pledge of allegiance in my class like i don't care and i was like fuck like i just was trying to finish my homework dude you know like sorry yeah. i just wasn't really paying that much attention well, like i mean i like, <laughs> like I come don't, on I, i'm we not also had, we also that. had a, a prayer like following the like there was like the pledge of allegiance and there was like a moment a moment of silence but it was like prayer yeah like i'm not like yeah i don't want to live in afghanistan or china like i love america i don't want to say i'm not saying like i don't respect our country or whatever but like the 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 whole like pledging yourself to that is like the part that i struggle with because it's like they're not really looking out for our best interests, you know? Obviously not. They don't give a fuck. I mean, I yeah. don't I don't see that. I don't see where I'm being like 
I pay taxes or I have paid taxes in the past. I don't know where that, you know, like that money is going to what, Ukraine or whatever. Like, I don't, sorry, but don't agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not benefiting me, like, or my community, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was <laughs> I was going to like, I wonder if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but a friend who is a teacher in texas and he told me that they like after the pledge of allegiance like them like the american like you pledge allegiance to the american flag then you then they have a pledge allegiance to the texas flag like within the state of texas and not only do the kids that like he teaches have to like pledge their allegiance to the united states they have to then pledge their allegiance to texas and I, I feel just like think, I would like to pledge my allegiance to Texas. Or I would, yeah, States. I would rather pledge my allegiance to Texas, um, even though Texas has has its issues for sure, especially right now with whatever is going on at the border. But, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, Texas is its own it's its own thing, and I I don't know. I've just never heard of another state doing that. Like, I don't think that there's I. I've never heard of a pledge of allegiance to Tennessee. Um, but yeah, I just think that's so fucking funny that like <laughs> Texas is like America, okay, but also Texas. Like Texas. Yeah. Texas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. hundred um, percent Texas. So where were we, what were we talking before that? I lost my train of thought. I don't know. You're talking about like Jupiter and Taurus and like wokeism and shit. Um, I just think that. I feel like, like. Go ahead. I feel like a lot of stuff is coming up with like mom. Like a lot of people I've been like even clients and stuff like that. I feel like there's a lot of healing with like mom going on. You know? Well, I don't know. It was just Mother's that... Day. Well, that too, yeah. Which, like, was a weird day for me. I had, like, a very emotional day on Mother's Day. I, like, yeah, it was, like, not not my best moment. Like, I didn't do anything, like, horrible or anything. I just, like, didn't feel myself. And I, like, just a lot of shit came up for me. Like, not specifically around my mom, but just a lot of stuff was, like, I don't know. It's probably just hormonal, to be honest. But <laughs> like, it was a rough it was a rough day for me. But I was like, obviously, with my mom on Mother's Day, and I talked to her about it, and I felt like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders by just like letting her know how I was feeling about all these different things, and like, and ultimately, like, she was really open and really like listened and I think she also knew that I was kind of freaking out and she like she told me like the next day she was like I was wondering if like maybe you were just like PMSing or whatever and I was like well yes that's true but (laughs) but also like (laughs) she she didn't say that in the moment, you know, she was just like open and understanding. And like, I was like, yes, I was PMSing, but like also all those things are real for me, you know, like all those things are true and they've been weighing on me and whatever, whatever. 
and she was actually like open to receiving like that stuff and she was really supportive and like whatever and so like I don't know about like the rest of your clients but I think so much can be accomplished so much healing can be accomplished by just like saying that shit out loud like even if it's on like if it's like at an inappropriate time such as Mother's Day like not but saying it out loud to her yeah, it wasn't just, like, issues with my mom specifically. It was a lot of issues just, like, with me, with myself and my life and, like, whatever. But a lot of that stems to, like, my childhood, obviously. And my childhood isn't just about my mom. It's also about my dad. But whatever. Like, she was very, like, receptive and very, like, supportive to me. And, like, reassuring. And, you know, like, told me about periods of her life where she's had this, like, similar struggles that I'm having right now. And those kinds of things. And, you know what I mean? Like, if those kinds of things are coming up for people, like, with their mom specifically, like, let, like, talk about them. Let them out. Don't just let them sit in your brain. You know? Like, don't just let those thoughts, like, float around in your mind. Like, that's not... Because that's just, like giving you you know just to to keep it all in allows your mind to wander and come to conclusions that aren't true and it i don't know those are just like that's those kinds of thoughts of like having issues with your mom or whatever like those things coming up is like a sign that you have an opportunity to address them and it's important to address those things but I think what people tend to do, what I tend to do especially, is to, like, keep it down and, like, try to keep it cool and, like, not do anything about it. And the more I sit with it and the more I, like, suffer with it by myself, the more it, like, eats away at at me, the more it bothers me. And the second I, like, opened up about it, the more I was like, oh, wow, like, it's not as bad as I thought. I can breathe now. <laughs> it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I think like that. Why not? I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I think it's like my mentality is always to be like as productive as I can in everything I do in a way. Like, you like, I feel like, like I. No, I know. I'm, I mean, that like that's just how I think. Like that's how my brain works. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. It's, it's just like I try to like. It's probably avoidance in a way, you know. Like I try to like mm-hmm. almost like if I'm feeling something, I'm like immediately trying to figure out how to like get out of that feeling if it doesn't feel good. Yeah, you know. Uh, and that's yeah. always how I've been. Like I don't, I don't know another way. I mean, like I would say pe- that's what people who are like addicts do. You yeah, know? I'm probably, like, I'm probably, like, not that you're, you're obviously you're not in some kind of addiction, but like, you're uncomfortable, right? And so you find a way to avoid being uncomfortable by like doing something, whether that's to distract yourself or to make yourself feel like you're you've done something to kind of make up for whatever is making you uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's like necessarily uncomfortable though. Like I don't feel like I'm uncomfortable. I think I feel like 
Uh, I don't know. Like if I'm feeling shitty, mm-hmm. I automatically like judge myself for feeling shitty. And I'm just like, why am I feeling this way? Like, and I like kind of break down like why I'm feeling a certain way. And I try to, I try to figure it out. Like, um, you know, if I'm tired or like, uh, can you not just be tired sometimes? Jesus Christ. That's not something to feel shitty about. I mean, no, yeah, but, but no, but it's like, I, I don't know. I'm very, I would say I'm very hard on myself. Yeah, me too. You know, like that, like, like, for example, like I work nights. So a lot of times I try not to eat when I get home because I, I feel like when I don't eat, I have a better sleep, you know, like I just feel better, you know? So I like feeling better. So I try not to eat, but like once in a while I'm starving and my wife's friend made carnitas the other night and they were fucking Fuck, amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I can't, you know, like legit carnitas. No, I and, love carnitas. Yes. Like, absolutely. and I came home and there was a bowl of it and I just like crushed it like with cheese on top and everything. And I woke up and I felt like shit. I, I do think like, that's not good for like your rest to eat right before sleep. That's, yeah, no, but I was just so hungry. Facts, like we all kind of know that by now. Yeah, <laughs> but like also like, did you have like, did you eat good before you went into work? Like, you know what I mean? No, I probably didn't. I probably didn't even. You eat were probably cause... legit hungry. Your body needed to eat. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you? No, I mean that's a shitty example. I'm trying to think of like something emotional. No, that's that's actually a good example because it's like an everyday thing, you know. And like, I think that's what we all do. Like, I do the same. Like, if (laughs) if I let myself go too long without eating, like I, yeah, like I'm legit like such a bitch. Like I'm that like I'm that hangry person that's like mean to everyone until I eat something. Yeah. Well, it's like I, w- like if I you wake up tired, that. if you wake up tired, your whole day is, my whole day is a little off, you know? I wake up tired, then I don't want to go to the gym, and then I feel shitty because I didn't go to the gym. Then, like, I'm pissed off at myself for not going, and I'm sure it comes out in other ways to other people, and, like, you know, it kind of just shifts my whole day, you know? So then I judge myself for not having, like, the willpower to just wait till I wake up, you know? I understand. I think think everyone has those moments, though, where, like, you just, like, don't, you don't have the, I don't think it's about having the willpower. You just, you, you're some need that you have as a human being with a physical body in this 3D world has not been met, right? Like, it's not a yeah. failure of your willpower or your soul. It's just like at some point throughout the previous day, you failed to like yeah. meet your own needs. Maybe you were yeah, I can't see it like that though. Like I just feel like Of course not. No like we've had this conversation like reversed so many times where you're like cut yourself some slack. Like 
blah 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 like and i'm like oh but i don't see it like that yeah but see like even me like i don't want to cut myself slack but don't you cut other people slack um do you judge other people as harshly as you judge yourself Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's moments I'm sure I do. Uh-huh. Just like there's moments I don't judge myself. But I feel like, uh, I don't know. I definitely have gotten softer on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I give myself a little more leeway. Because yeah, I'm okay. just like, I, I have so much going on. It's like. Like, you're you know, you can't be, you're like, juggling a lot yeah yeah and I think I think deep down I always try my best so that kind of saves me you know like I feel like I'm trying you know my best um, yeah, I think I, most I, people I, are like trying their best you know so I don't really I don't think I judge people too hard I think if people have good intentions I don't judge them you know like if you could you could feel people's intentions most of the yeah. time so like if if i feel like somebody's doing the best they can and like who do i really have to judge anyway my kids my wife my they friends i mean friends. yeah so that's what i'm saying like uh, like i think i mean i don't know your kids but like colleen has good intentions she's doing her abs like she does the most like are you kidding me no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I can't, I don't like, even if she's... Either, you know what I mean? Like, I think that she understands, like... No, she's pretty good. She's really good. I mean, Absolutely. she gives me... She gives me a lot of leeway, you know? Um, yeah, I bet she, like, lets you sleep late and stuff, and you're, like, trying to get up earlier than you even need to because you feel some type of pressure and she probably is like, bitch, stay in bed. Like, get some sleep, dude. <laughs> yeah, she always tells me this. I always wake up early. But I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, emotional issues. Like, something that bothers me emotionally. Okay. Like, I don't really... I don't know. What were we talking about before? The other day. Like, my... Uh, my issues my vulner- what uh <laughs> we were talking about your issues the other day uh, i don't remember exactly oh the scorpio moon like um never enoughness like never feeling like settled or like secure maybe mm-hmm. in my like position or my place I don't okay, know. so let's go on. <laughs> what, I'm what? trying to. Th- I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to think about it. Like never enoughness, just like always wanting more. Always, like I don't know. I feel like I made peace with that, and now it feels like it's coming back. So I don't know if it like gets stirred up for certain reasons. If I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not, you know, if I'm not in the right place or not where I want to be, in a sense. You know? I know everything's, oh. like, cyclical for me. Like, I mean, I'm, like, an emotional wave. Like, I ebb and I flow. Uh, so, 
sometimes sometimes I'm ebbing, sometimes I'm flowing, you know? <laughs> and, like, I try not to judge myself for that. Like, for, like, being up and being down or being, like, productive or being, like, what I think of as lazy, which I'm trying to, like, reframe because I know I'm, I'm not just, like, lazy. I have, like, uh, like, like, what I've always thought of myself being lazy is actually, like, ADHD symptoms or whatever, and you can say whatever you want about that, but, like, it's real and it exists, <laughs> and, like, everybody has ADHD now. <laughs> no, I've had ADHD since I was born like literally no, i know i know i'm just teasing uh not i mean not born but i was diagnosed when i was in kindergarten i guess when you're <laughs> now i'm picturing a baby five. with adhd it's a baby i was an infant <laughs> i was i'd crawl in one direction and then go in the other direction and some doctor said like <laughs> no oh, she's gotta have it give her ritalin hold on hold on hold on hold on my phone is freaking out um but, like, no, I was diagnosed when I was little and never, like, saw my mom was kind of, despite the fact that my mom went to, like, like, she's a psychologist, despite the fact that she, like, knew all about this, should have known all about this, just kind of dismissive about it and, like, never said anything, never had me see a therapist, never said, had me, like, be medicated or anything and then as an adult I was like I'm gonna see a doctor and I'm gonna talk to them about my problems I'm gonna see a therapist I'm gonna figure this out and they're like hey like you, you have ADHD like blah 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 like maybe you're not lazy maybe you're just like that's my whatever like that's it's not that big of a deal but my whole life I grew up thinking I was like lazy and incapable of completing tasks or just like uh quote unquote scatterbrained <laughs> and like those are very like those all those words like have very negative connotations for me you know like scatterbrained lazy um all over the place like just they don't feel good but i like always told myself like that was like what it was and learning to kind of like I don't know reframe it or whatever it's really hard because like I've learned a lot about neurodivergence and ADHD and all these things but I can't like quite accept that that's true for me I'm kind of like well I can't just go easy on myself like I can't just like let myself off the hook like I need to get my shit together and that's yeah. true on one hand but like on the other hand like I don't need to bully myself about it like that doesn't that's like what what yeah, doesn't, I mean, I, what doesn't I mean, help it's hard my, like, my what doesn't help my adhd is like bullying myself about it and being and like telling myself bad things about myself that make me that make me feel worse like that makes it so much harder to overcome it uh or like do anything and so like, the more I let myself just be and kind of surrender to it and be like, whatever, like, this is what it is, <clears throat> like, the more I can kind of capitalize on the times when I, like, feel good and have energy and motivation and get things done when I feel like 
like I do this thing where I'm like, okay, like I have to do the dishes, right? I don't want to do the dishes. It's really hard for me to like start a task like that because I'm like, oh my god, it's a mess. There's a lot going on. Like, it's not. I I know like deep down it's not going to take me that long, but in my mind there's like 15 things that need to get done before I can even do that part and whatever. So I just tell myself like, it's okay if you just like do like. 30% or like 50 per- like if you just get like a third of it done like or like cleaning my room if you just like pick up the clothes off the floor and like put them in the laundry basket like that's enough and then once I start doing that then I kind of like get focused and I like can finish the task but I have to like trick myself into being like you don't have to do it all it's not that overwhelming because if I look at like if I sit there and look at like all the individual things that need to get done to like clean something, it's like, (laughs) it's like paralyzing for some reason, which sounds stupid, but it's true. But if I just tell myself, I just have to do this one part of it. Then once I start, I can kind of do it all. And yeah, but like, what if you like sucked up in it, like doing the task, I'm really good at getting something done once I start, but starting or whatever is really difficult but like how like what about like training yourself that's exactly what i'm saying it's like i'm training myself just in like kind of a backwards like half-ass way like i tell myself i can half-ass a job and then once i get to doing it like i'm kind of like a perfectionist about it so i'm gonna go all the way okay but all like devil's advocate right like you don't think everybody feels like that? No. I don't. I know a lot of people who are, like, they, like, are happy to, like... Nobody's happy to do, do the, the dishes. dishes. Not happy, but, like, they just do it. And they don't They don't have all the, all the like, stages of thought in there. Yeah, but, like, this is my problem because I feel like everybody... It's like... It's like when people tell me they're anxious. Like, I think everybody's anxious. That's, like, part of being in this reality. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't, the like, you my, process, mom, my mom... The anxiety what? is different. Like, maybe your way of processing anxiety is different than other Yeah, but you, that's, there's no way to prove that, that really. Like, my mom would no, never wants to fly in a plane. No, I'm not, I'm not saying... She hate, she'll never fly on a plane, right? And she was talking about really like her anxiety. Like she has, but I, she does, but she, not some. Like I don't think she would again. I don't like flying. All on right, a plane. but like I freak out. I don't like flying either, to be honest. But it's like you don't think everybody who gets on the plane is like, oh, maybe this plane's gonna crash. Like you don't think people like have the fear. Well, here, here's here's how I'll counter that. Like, I used to love a roller coaster. Loved it. I'll never get on a fucking roller coaster again in my life. Why? Like, Why? Because, I don't know. I Well, I had, a, I had a good, like, I don't know, four-year period of my life where I had recurring nightmares about roller coasters. <laughs> so, like, now I have a... Gr- a huge amount of anxiety about them which I never had like as a kid or even as a teen or like a young adult but then there was somewhere in my 20s where I started having like horrible nightmares about roller coasters and I'll just never do it again like I won't I'm not about it uh 
and I'm not scared of it in like the sense that I think I'm going to die. But I just think that that's not something I want to put myself through again, <laughs> you know, and I know it's yeah, not but okay, real. but like, saying, like everyone has their like weird process of of things. Yeah, and, but you don't think like if you sat down and like really talked to yourself and was like, "There's no way I'm gonna get hurt on this," and like really like thought about it, you couldn't talk yourself into going onto a roller coaster. I could, but I don't want to. Like. I don't okay, need but there's to. A... There's nothing that's like I'm not. If if someone's gonna give me like five thousand dollars, like I'll go do it. Sure, any day. But like I'm, I don't. No one's gonna do that. So like, why would okay, I? Okay, so why do? I, yeah, but why? Why would I talk why... myself into doing something I know I don't want to do? So how do you know like everything that in that standard is like the same thing where somebody has an anxiety or whatever that I don't you know, know that I'm just saying that people have like. I don't think you should have to like press yourself to do something you don't really want to do if you don't want to do it. Like if your mom yeah, but then that's that's go to fucking Spain, she doesn't have to get on a plane. Like why? Okay, but that but that's the that's okay. That's the honesty. But to blame something like oh, it's my anxiety. Like I think everybody's anxiety. Like, no, if she didn't have anxiety, she would do it. No, it's your lack of desire to fight through your anxiety. It's not the anxiety. Everybody has anxiety. Yes. You, but, okay, okay. Then let's, let's just point this finger right back at you. You... You're a person who has social anxiety. You don't like going to like social activities and events and things. That's and because you I don't it. like people. You okay, okay, sure. but okay. like what a lot of people would say is like I have social anxiety, so if I don't want to go to like I don't like to hang out in big groups of people, right? That's just the it's just the way you it's it's just semantics at that point. It's the same thing you have. You're yeah, just saying, like, do you don't like hanging out with people. Like, fine. But, like, other people would call it something different. But it's the same fucking thing at the end of the day. Yeah, and it's my decision if I want to work through it or not, you know? Exactly. It's your mom's decision whether she wants to work through it or not. It's my decision if I want to work through it or not. Like... It's not. Yeah, but like, why? Why is it? I'm talking about the label. The the mental health issue is a factor in it. Like, I think I think your I think your brain can like your way of thinking can like overcome anything if you want to. But if it can't. It's just not one or the other. It's like both and, right? Like it's both the anxiety and the un- the the lack of will to overcome the anxiety. But the lack it doesn't mean there's a weakness there. There's just like a like that's not something that's important enough. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Not, I think you can't dismiss someone's like anxiety or 
whatever the fuck. Like, you can't just, like, dismiss that. And, and yeah, ha- uh, also, I'm not, huh? also, like, on on the other side, like, the, the willpower to want to overcome it isn't always enough for people. Like, you may, like, say, say, I don't know, like, <laughs> say, uh, I don't know, some, uh, like, you, say you have a sibling that wants to get married in Italy, and your mom is like, I want to go see your non-existent sister get married in Italy, but I can't fly and I won't fly. It doesn't mean she doesn't have like some willpower to want to overcome that, but it's just not enough for whatever reason. Like it's just not enough to overcome the thing. And maybe her specific like anxiety about flying is scared like it's just scarier i think i think like sometimes the fear of the thing outweighs the desire to do something or the desire to do something outweighs the fear of doing it and that's okay but like there's nothing shameful either way there's nothing to like judge about it i feel like you put judgment on it yeah, is I that, do. I like, think. What do you mean to say? I don't know. No, I think I do. I mean, I think you know what it is. I think people like what bothers me is that I don't know why it bothers me. Let's let's figure it out. I think it well, bothers me when. Well, I think what bothers me is when somebody's like, "Oh, I'm autistic. I can't do this," or "I'm ADHD. I can't do." This. It's like. To me, it feels like a, like a, it limits you just by having that label instead of just being like, you know, I don't want to do this or like it's hard for me to concentrate sometimes because then it's like every time there's a problem, it's like, oh, like I have Absolutely. Josephine always posts stuff about how she's ADHD all don't the time. You touch, or, don't you say it like don't call people out on this podcast. That's not fair. Uh, I said stuff to her face, so don't worry. Okay, we love you, Josephine. Jesus Christ, Peter. I still love her. I (laughs) love her. Doesn't mean I can't. She talks shit to me all the time, so. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, to, to me, I have a different perspective because I think, like, like, like I said, I grew up, like, not having the knowledge that I had like there was like a diagnosis or any way to identify some of the like issues that I was having and as an adult like finding out that there was like an like a label for it I guess and a diagnosis for it like that helped me understand myself so much better like it really did like I'm able to sit here today, like, not on any kind of medication, like, not, uh, like, having gone through, like, therapy and, like, all this stuff, and I have coping skills, and I have the awareness of, like, what's going on, and I have overcome a a lot, but, (laughs) I mean, there is still, like, the, you're lazy, you're a 
like piece of shit kind of thing that goes through my brain. But, but I ha- now have the awareness that allows me to like shut those kinds of thoughts down. And that is because I was made aware that like, I have this thing that's a little bit different than like everyone else. And I just say that to say that like people who use that as like what you see as an excuse it's actually just like it's a it's a part of their journey about like learning about themselves and learning to understand themselves you know like it's a part of the journey of learning to understand yourself and learning to like yeah, but, with yourself okay. and it but whether like, or not right. you want to label it it is what it is no but like why 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 is why is the negative self-talk bad? Because for for some people, the negative self-talk prevents them from making progress. For you, maybe the negative self-talk like motivates you. But for other it people, it may like literally paralyze them from doing anything or moving forward. And that's the problem. Like, yeah, not everybody works that. the same and that's okay like that's good it's good like if we were all the same and we all worked the same then we'd have there'd be nothing to discuss in this fucking podcast you know <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck would you ever, what the fuck would you ever talk to anyone about if if yeah. everybody was just like just like you <laughs> it'd be so boring yeah. not to be a dick yeah. but i think like i think for a lot of people like you learn to like rewire your brain and stop telling yourself the stories that you've always told yourself because you start to learn more about like who you are and why you are the way you are, whether that's trauma or autism or I'm gay or I'm whatever, like those things help people like learn to like figure out who they are and how to work through their issues and like that's ultimately like helping people make progress and so maybe they're not at a stage where they can like say like oh yeah like i'm i have adhd but it doesn't matter like i'm gonna get this done anyway maybe they're still at the stage where they're like i'm i have adhd i can't do this right now that's just learning to set boundaries with other people and like learning to set boundaries within yourself. Uh, you know what I mean? Like all of that, like setting boundaries. Yeah, the, is really the, more You don't think the label limits you. It's like, it, it puts it you. It can if you use it as a crutch and you never like move past the stage of, of, of using it as like a, it's a tool. Like, that it's a tool for helping to understand yourself. And if you see that label as a tool to help you understand yourself, then you can work through it. But if you just like label yourself that, then you can get easily stuck and like not move forward. If you just say like, this is it and I can't do anything. Like if you just surrender to it and throw up your hands, like, yeah, but everyone's at a different stage with it. Right. Like, yeah. Is that annoying to you? Yeah, I feel uh, like you're so annoyed. <laughs> no. 
I mean, I don't know. I just think, like, I don't know. I go into, like, really... I sway a lot where I feel like I'm in, like, a peaceful, enlightened state. And then, like, I go into, like, this, like, everybody sucks, judge everybody state. This bitter, like, judging state? What what does that do for you? What is, like, how does that, like, what does that serve in your world? It must I don't know. I guess I feel, I think, like, maybe just how my father was to me growing up, you know? I don't know. Okay. Like, I feel like I could be really hard on my kids sometimes. And then I feel like I'm very, like. like you're probably really nice to your kids. No. I don't think so. I mean, I think. (laughs) like, no. Asshole. I mean, I think I'm. I feel like That's I should be like be an asshole. No, I think like the. <laughs> I don't know. There's always a part of me that thinks like the world is rough. That like I should, you know, like I don't want to make my kids soft. You know, mm-hmm. like I want them to have a certain level of like thick skin, and like. I was definitely I taught that way too. Like, maybe not in the same way you were, but, like, I know my mom was taught that way, and she taught me that way. Like, like you're not fucking special, <laughs> you know? Like, the world is hard. Yeah. Everyone has to deal with these things. The world's not there. Like, suck it up. Be a, Like, not be a man in some type, but, like, kind of, like, suck it up like we all have to deal with this like you're not you're not so special like yeah and i mean i I don't know undo that wiring you know i don't think that's necessarily that i don't think that helped me anyway um you think it helped you i think like i had a very like me against the world mentality and I think that helped me when I was younger. It made me like want to work harder and like get into a better place and like you know I earned football scholarship and just like wanting to like work hard to get better. But that's Um, just what you were saying earlier about like the negative self-talk like it helps motivate you right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, maybe it does. Like, it's like antagonistic. I don't know if it works like that for everybody. I think I don't know if it works for me. Maybe, maybe a better (laughs) version of. No, but I'm saying, like, maybe a better version of myself doesn't need that. Like, maybe there's a certain level of like, you know, it's very antagonistic. You know, to like kind of push yourself back and forth. You know. I don't know, like, there's a part of me that, like, wants, like, yesterday, like, my son plays baseball, so uh, I I haven't really gotten to practice with him this year, you know, just we're doing so much or whatever, and I started practicing with him, like, last week. His first game, he, like, struck out, like, twice and just played crappy or whatever, and... So I've been trying to, like, really practice with him hitting and stuff like that. And he's, like, a good athlete. He just has to, like – he gets frustrated if he doesn't get it easily, you know? So I got to take my time, you know, like, and I really worked with him. 
And, like, he's been really hitting a lot better. And, like, yesterday, he's like, I'm done. We're done hitting. Like, I'm I'm good. I know what I'm doing. Like, like I'm, I can't get any better. Like, that type of, like, and I'm like, you didn't even play yet. You know, like, I kind of, like, chopped him down a little and Colleen was giving me shit. But it's like, I don't know. There's a part of me that, like, wants them to be humble. Maybe it's me. Like, I should be more humble. And that's why it causes a reaction. But, um... You don't think you're humble? No, I'm definitely not humble. Deep down, <laughs> I'm very cocky. Okay. I am. I mean, that's... I think it serves me... I think... Even if I'm not deep down, like, confident, I always show confidence because it always served me to be confident. You know? Like, I'm still... So no, like you, I, okay, if, if, if it serves you to be confident, where does the negative self-talk come in? Like, what does that serve? If it serves you to be... Because, like, to me, it's like, yes, has it served me to be confident? And in some ways, I am. But I do have this, like, really, like negative like I don't know I call him I, I think it's like my super ego if you want to talk about like Freud shit but it's like this like voice in my head that tells me I'm never good enough <laughs> um, and I think that's there for a reason like it serves like an evolutionary purpose but at a certain point it's like it starts to break down your confidence you know and I'm like, so. Yeah, I don't you, know. Like, like, I think it's. A... Do you think that there's something there that, like, you hold your maybe you hold yourself back in some way because you do have this like voice in your head that's telling you like you're never enough, and like you may do everything you think you're supposed to do, but like it's not gonna be enough. Like, I, I kind yeah. of feel like you have that. Like, I feel like you are pretty regimented um, and and scheduled. And, like, that's a good thing to an extent. But I feel like you have this, like, lack of flexibility with yourself. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. There's, like, no flexibility within, There's like, no flexibility. <laughs> no flexibility. And, and if I go off of what I'm doing, usually, it's, like, it really messes with me. Like, it really bothers me. And you wake up yeah. the next day feeling like, wow, I really fucked up yesterday. So today I need to, like, go harder and make up for it. And don't Sometimes. You, you like, I like actually allowed my... takes you away from, like, your loved ones and your family. If you're, like, focused on, like, what you did or didn't do, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're so focused on... Yeah, no, I think there's a... See, like, I believe it's, like... To, I look at it, I mean, this is how I look at it in my mind, and this is probably going to be crazy or whatever, but it's like, I feel like I'm trying to be the best version of myself. So, like, if it takes me being regimented with what I eat, because I'm going to feel better all the time hmm. from what I eat, or if, like, I have to exercise every day, and, like, that's something I have to do, or I don't feel my best, you know? Yeah, but sometimes people like, don't feel their best. Like sometimes yeah, I don't like that. Not their best. I know you don't like that, but do you? What I'm asking is, like, do you think it takes away from like 
your ability to like show up and like show up for the people you love because you're kind of so like hung up on what you need oh, to do. Oh yeah, it definitely affects them. Yeah, it definitely affects them. Okay. So it's not without a doubt. Because like here, here like, people love to say like oh, you can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself. How can you show up for somebody else if you don't show up for yourself? Blah, blah, blah. Like, these are these, like, sort of motivational speakery, like, like uh, quasi-spirituality, quasi-psychology kind of phrases that get thrown out at us all the time. And I feel like I'm making you nervous. <laughs> but No. Me? Okay. No. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I'm not, like, being i don't want to no, you can say whatever you want i don't give a shit but i feel like these things come up and it's like you're never gonna like love yourself perfectly you're never going to show up for yourself perfectly nor are you going to show up for other people perfectly but if you're like if you're telling yourself and you're idea is that like if i don't eat right and exercise right and do all these things every day then i don't love myself so how can i love somebody else then like man sometimes you just need to like eat your kid's whole birthday cake you know what I mean? <laughs> like like you know what i mean like maybe not the whole thing but like you know what i mean like you need to just like eat the birthday cake with your kid yeah but like, like i don't know like i jump there's around something that the like... bouncy house like yeah i don't know i, I guess like, i, I don't just know how to do I, that i am more of a person who's like on and i have the opposite issue where i'm like i'm not going to show up for myself because i want to show up for somebody else so like that's a whole other issue but that's legit like how i move through the world yeah but you don't think that like yeah yeah but don't you think before me and I'm not saying that's the right answer either. I think there's... Yeah, but don't you think that's, like, a... It's, like, a way to, like... It's almost, like, very Pisces, you know? Like, it's kind of like a victim thing. You know? I wouldn't... What do you... What's a victim thing? Like, oh... You know, it's, like... It's almost, like, putting yourself on, like, a higher ground. Like, oh, I... I suffered, but at least I did the right thing for them. You know, like that type of like mentality. Well, that, I'm, I, what I'm saying is like that's not the correct answer either. There's some happy medium where you show up for other people and you show up for yourself too. But there's never like, there's only so many fucking hours in the day and we don't all get to like every single day do everything we need to do for ourselves and do everything we need to do for other people. Like, there's never going to be a day where, like, you get to, and maybe occasionally there's a day where you get to do it all. <laughs> but, like, most days, like, you're going to sacrifice a little of one or the other. Yeah, I'm think? definitely more selfish. Of course, I can tell. I'm more, like, sacrificial and martyry, and, like, that's annoying as fuck too like i mean not too but just like it's annoying it's annoying to me like because yeah. i i like i wake up in the morning after a day like where i've like been there for someone else and i'm like man i really wanted to do this and this and this and this and i didn't do that and i spent the whole day like being there for somebody else and it makes me like kind of 
like low-key resent I've, I've experienced this recently with like friends of mine who've like I don't even want to go into it because like they'll probably like whatever but like just where I feel like I've overextended myself when I probably should have been more focused on like handling my own shit and like in the moment I don't like regret it like in the moment I felt like that was the right thing to do right but then like at the same time I'm like maybe if I didn't like constantly try to like (laughs) do things for other people I would like be in a better place in my own life you know what I mean like there's like there's always that question in my head yeah but isn't that kind of like codependent in a way too because you're just like oh I'm 100% codependent don't get me wrong (laughs) like like every time you do oh it's like it's an excuse for you to like be where you're at yeah 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 yeah. but I, I I think it's the same thing when you're like hyper selfish or whatever like it's like it's an excuse to be where you're at right yeah. like it, it like it co- like they it works both ways and i think everybody kind of goes through this stuff like at, during periods of their life like or depending on how they grew up like you probably grew up like you had kind of code you have codependent parents we've talked about this before so you grew yeah. up to be very independent, right? And you're an Aquarius, so you're already independent. Like, that's a thing. I feel like, uh, I don't know. It's I'm not, trying to think I'm of like, I feel like my, I feel like my dad is very like self-centered. Like everything's about his. Like I feel like both my. I don't know. Both my, mom my parents, is, really. Was, they're codependent, like, between the two of them, but they're both self-centered on their own, yeah. So, like, I feel like my mom, you know, took care of us and, like, always had this, like, thing where they were, she was like, uh, I'm doing this for you type thing, you know, where it's like, you know, like, I would have left your father if it wasn't for you Got you know, that type of... Like, I feel like yeah. that's like not enough. But I think, I don't like that's yeah. Not but I feel like at all. Well, that's all she said. But she's when still I was like growing with up. Father, and y'all are all grown, like really grown. Yeah. Like you're not no, just like in your twenties. Like your mom could have left your dad, and they're still together. Well, they're codependent. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's stayed. not even true. What she said. <laughs> like she could leave him now, or she could have left him twenty years ago, probably. I tell her all the time. <laughs> Like, um, please leave dad. <laughs> Sorry. I'm no, but I'm just like, every time she complains about him, like, my dad, my dad, I love my dad, but I think he's a total asshole sometimes, especially to her, you know? Like, I feel like he probably, me and him probably have a better relationship than him and her, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but, um, cause there's like, I feel like he like respects like he I would say he respects me the most out of anybody because I think we have like a similar occupation and he like views our way of being as like very similar and like that we went through similar things so he like 
kind of respects me of like going through like the grind or whatever. Yeah, so I, I think... kind of feel that way about my dad too, actually. But go ahead. No, but um, I don't even know where I was going with this. Just that, like, I don't know. know. Your parent, like, your your mom was, like, saying she would have, like, left your dad if it weren't for you. And you feel like your dad kind of, like, respects you more than anyone because, like, you guys kind of have had a similar path through life. But, like, you're getting at something with your mom. Well, I think, like, I growing up, I, like... I tended to do things to please my mom or like what I thought I was supposed to, you know, like I probably would have never went to college. Like, I don't know. I like, would have never went to college if I weren't for my mother either. Yeah. And like, what did college do for me? I'm a fucking sand hog doing tunnels. Like what is my English uh, degree doing for me? Yeah. What is my English degree doing for me? I'm unemployed. Yeah. So like, you know, and it's like certain You're things I friend on a Wednesday night at eleven eight ten PM, like that's me right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like even like buying a house, like I, I think like you bought a house though, I, that's amazing. Like, well, I think to me, like, that's like you've hit the lottery in my mind. I'm like, wow, you really did that. You bought a fucking house? I could never. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you really I mean, need to cut yourself some slack, man. Maybe when I have another house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy a second house. <laughs> um, but like, uh, it's like I feel like I did a lot of things that maybe, like, to correct like my family situation. You know, like I wanted to have a house. Like, me and my parents, my parents moved all the time. They never owned their house. We probably, I probably moved, like, eight times when I was a kid. Oh, I moved um, at least eight times. Yeah. Like, if not so, like, I, I think I did a lot of things to kind of fill the void of, like, my family. Like, you know, like, I wanted to have a big house with kids, with a wife I loved, where I had like a real relationship, um, you know. So I think like a, a, the first like twenty five years of my life, I did things kind of to please that version of like my mom that that like she projected onto me, and mm-hmm. it's like for what? And then I realized it was bullshit once I was like away from her. You know, and maybe it wasn't everything I actually really wanted. I probably would have, like, traveled more if I didn't have those, like, projected goals on me or, like, just did things differently. I think I kind of, like, I'm happy where I'm at. Like, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my house. But I think, like, a lot of times, I kind of, like... from what I've seen of you, like, working on it. Like, it looks really good. Like, you worked really hard on it, it seems like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. No, that's, I mean I that's that's not yeah. selfish. You know what I mean? To like make a life yeah. with other people and make a family and make a home. Like that stuff's not Yeah, but selfish. I think you could argue everything is selfish. If you want to. I'm I'm not trying to like let you just like off the hook entirely but but, like god knows i would never do that but but like 
I'm just saying, like, you... I think, so, like, it, in some ways, you do sacrifice the things that you, like, really want. Like, even just the job that you work that requires you to, like, work overnight and be away from your family for, like, a lot of the time. You work, like, what, like, 60 hours a week or some shit, like, if not more. Like, you do sacrifice a lot and and it and and it is like for your family to be able to like thrive and be in a good position and stuff so like that's not nothing at all like that is a sacrifice and i know you don't you don't want that i don't think like i think you constantly talk about like wanting to like get out of that situation but yeah, I mean, but I feel like that's like why my dad was so angry. I think, I think he like so blamed you say us. That maybe you need to like, in order to not end up like your dad, like you probably need to like reevaluate your values and your priorities or something yeah <laughs> you say yeah like so sadly i don't i i feel like no, it just doesn't feel like that. people say that but it just like doesn't feel realistic to like survive here in new york without no, making live, a lot yeah, of money you shouldn't live in new york at all period no no one should live there that's ridiculous i want to get out of here <laughs> no one should live in new york um, I hate to say that like that, but you you know you can get a lot more return on your investment if you buy a house in Tennessee right now, <laughs> yeah. or like where like like almost anywhere else, you'll get a lot more return on your investment. No, I know. I mean, I just I want to have the right opportunity. Like, I don't know what the right opportunity is, but I feel like I need like some sort of like direction and for some reason it's not coming so i'm gonna stay here until it does yeah i feel the same way like until the like clarity clicks and until the like opportunity arises like i'm i'm here chilling waiting for the divine timing of it all i guess i mean i'm not like yeah, I think I am kind of waiting for the divine timing of it all. And maybe there isn't such a thing. But, like, when I... When I... Like, I think, like, I... I've seen that work for other people. Like, I've said that to other people and, like, been like, just wait. Like, the timing will be right. Everything will fall in place in its own time. Like, it'll work out. Be patient. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's worked out for, like, my mom or for other people. And so I'm like, okay, so maybe I need to, like, be patient myself and just, like, whatever. And, like, wait for the answer to, like, come to me. And I don't know. I feel like I'm doing something wrong because it sure isn't coming. (laughs) But I don't know. At the same time, yeah, like I said, it's when I have said that to other people, like, 
it has worked out like that. So, I don't know. So, why are you having this experience? Why am I having this experience? I'm attracting it, duh. I know, but like, why? What in what in your what in your identity is attracting this experience? I think there are things that I am unwilling to let go of. Still, um, yeah, always. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, you do. Maybe I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we're on a podcast. That's what we do. We talk. We're talking, but maybe I don't want to talk about it right here, right now. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I just think, yeah, I just think like, yeah, like there's just like, <sighs> yeah, there's just stuff. There's stuff like that that, like I'm not willing to like talk about right now or like why let's do it here's the here's the thing about me is that like I will absolutely talk about things I will like air all of the dirty laundry when I'm ready but I'm just not don't push don't press me about it so if if Talking about it right now got you what you wanted. You wouldn't talk about it. Why do you think talk? Uh, I don't think it will. I think I know. What the fuck? I think it's between me and God. Okay, it's between. (laughs) Seriously, like it's between me and God. That's such a cheesy answer. Come on. I'm a cheesy person. I can't say. Come on now. I don't believe that. Actually, it's kind of disturbing that a cancer doesn't want to talk about what she's feeling. No, it's not. Okay, there is a misconception about cancers, which is that they just, like, spill their emotions all the time, and they cry, and they whine, which I do when I will, but... but It's all misdirection. There's a lot that I keep to myself, and that I... Why? Because, like... Like I was just saying, like I I had this like breakdown on Mother's Day. I just like let out a lot of shit to my mother and felt the weight lifted off of my shoulder. It was really emotional and it was really intense and things have felt better, right? But yeah. Am I willing to like do that all over again here today on Wednesday at eleven twenty eight PM? No. Why though? Because you <laughs> you had movement after you like let I it had out. movement, but I can only, I also like am a Taurus moon, Taurus rising, Taurus Mars. <laughs> like there's sir I'm I move slow, I'm a little snail. Like I'm just uh you know, there's certain things that I'm not like ready for. You're don't pressure like the other the other thing is I'm I'm a stubborn ass bitch and the more pressure I get the more I'm like absolutely not <laughs> like <laughs> like definitely no I just would want you know like I want you, you just to feel better you just want to know everything about everyone you're just nosy 
I already my know everything said, about everybody. You don't know you everything say? about everybody. Hold on. What's my dad say? Oh, he just said cool. To something I had texted him earlier. So it's not big. I was, I was, why do I have 138 on red texts? Nice. Exactly. Like, if I don't want to deal with it, I don't deal with it. Yeah, but that, that doesn't, that can't feel good. Oh, it's, yeah, no, that doesn't. Haven't, yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't feel good all the time. Yeah, so why not, like, how about try to make it feel good? To me, like, doing what you're doing is, like, when you, like, left laundry on the floor and you just keep stepping over it. Like, that's what it feels like. Like, doesn't it feel better to just pick it up? Like, I just, like I might pick it up and move it in a different room. <laughs> like, yeah, but don't you want to just like clean it up? Like, I don't know. For me, like, like do I my just... laundry, like, do all of my laundry at one time. No, I'm saying, like, like, it's like, <laughs> you know, like when somebody leaves something on the floor and it's like, you just keep walking past it. There's a part of you that it's like bothering no matter what you say. Like, it has to like register in your head like that's my whole like thing that's exactly what it's like i i deal with things when i'm ready and i'll just walk past it until then but it has to bother you it yeah no doubt but maybe i'm like doesn't it feel better to just tell you after this podcast but i'm not gonna maybe i'm not gonna like blast it to the world i don't care about you telling me i'm just saying in general like doesn't it feel better to just pick it up right you're right you're right you're right i thought we were talking about your problems today (laughs) (laughs) i'm open i'm always open You like to turn it around. No. Kinda. You kinda like to. I mean, it's you okay. kinda make it I easy. Just, like, I'm... There's things like. I don't wanna. Yeah, there's just like. Like I'm. Yeah, like sometimes I'm in a good mood and I don't wanna like go. Like, right now, like, I'm in a good mood. I don't want to, like, go down the route that's, like, gonna, like, make me feel not in a good mood. So, aren't you doing the same thing I'm doing, just differently? Just differently? Exactly. We're all the same. We all avoid our own fucking shit. Like, it's fine. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, like... Yeah. Everything in its time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. We're at an hour and a half ish. Sounds good to me. To say? Everything in time. Everything <laughs> in its own time. Okay. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. God bless America.